Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Football friends, this is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to positive football history. And it's Rose Bowl month still. We are right in the middle of covering some of the greatest Rose Bowl games. As a matter of fact, all of the Rose Bowl games, the first 108, uh, talking about some of the sights and sounds and players and coaches and events that surrounded the Rose Bowl Stadium in its first 100 years. And boy, we have a lot of great things to talk about. And today we have two very well played Rose Bowl games, both centering around the University of Texas and the Longhorns. And boy, these are some really memorable ones that probably many of us remember watching and uh, really enjoying. Possibly one of them, maybe the best college bowl game ever. Let's get to that in a moment. But before we do, let's talk about how you can enjoy the newsletter from the Pigpen each and every day, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, in your email inbox, totally free, cancel at any time, and so easy to sign up for. Just go to the show notes of this very podcast or the top of pigskindispatch.com, become an email subscriber to the Pigpen. You'll know everything that's going on as far as our podcasts and posts on both pigskindispatch.com and jerseydispatch.com, as well as Orville Mulligan, sports writer, the great audio drama we have with number 80 productions and many items coming from sportshistorynetwork.com so go to the show notes sign up today the 2005 rose bowl when you think about memorable bowl games the game in pasadena on january 1st 2005 is right up there with all of them the 2005 rose bowl game was the 91st edition of the series and featured the texas longhorns playing against the michigan wolverines amazingly this was the first time that texas and michigan had been opponents on the gridiron field at any point in time in football history this is also the first granddaddy bowl game where a big 10 team did not face an opponent from the pacific coast region Head coach Lloyd Carr brought his 10-2, 13th-ranked Wolverines into the fray, facing Mac Brown's led number four Longhorns that sported a 10-1 ledger themselves. The scoring was fast and furious throughout most of the contest. Texas got on the board when their talented quarterback, Vince Young, toted the pigskin 20 yards to Paydirt to open up the scoring. Michigan replied in the second quarter as wide receiver Braylon Edwards snagged a 30-yard, 9-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Chad Henney to tie the game at 7. The Horns fired right back on a David Thomas 11-yard pass from Young. 
Braylon Edwards soon after found open field, catching an eight-yard touchdown pass for Michigan from Henney to make a tied score at the intermission break. The third quarter had Texas jump out again as Vince Young galloped 60 yards to the goal line on a great uh, quarterback scramble. Not to be outdone, Wolverine Steve Breston hauled in a 50-yard pass from Chad Henney to once again not the score. Uh, Michigan, a bit later, took their first lead of the game on yet another Henny to Edwards scoring play, this time from nine yards out. And just a few minutes after that, well, UM padded that score when Garrett Rivas knocked through a 44-yard field goal. But the fourth quarter saw Texas mount its rally. Vince Young scored on a 10-yard run. This was followed by Michigan's Rivas nailing a 32-yard field goal to put Michigan up 34-28. to Vince Young gave the Texas the lead when he sprinted to the end zone on a 23-yard run, and Rivas put the Wolverines back on top with a 42-yard field goal. It was a balancing act, back and forth seesaw battle. Everybody was on the edge of their seats. However, with just enough time left for Texas kicker Dusty Magnum to rattle the post with a 37-yard field goal to provide Texas with a 1.38-37 thrilling victory over Michigan in a very memorable Rose Bowl game and uh, one of the great uh, games that uh, we can talk about here in Rose Bowl history. Vince Young was selected as the offensive player of the game after this incredible performance, both running and passing the ball. Uh, Quite a a competitor he was in this Rose Bowl game. It was the big stage for him. And Michigan's Lamar Woodley took home the defensive player of the year honors. Well, if you like Texas football and you like to remember Vince Young running the ball this next game, well, it was a big one. The 2006 Rose Bowl ended up being the national championship game. It was the 92nd Rose Bowl provided the BCS championship uh, played on January 4th, 2006. Those returning Texas Longhorns of Mac Brown returned to Pasadena for the second year in a row, and this time to face the undefeated USC Trojans of Pete Carroll. This game was a big one, and everybody was anticipating it most of the season. Both teams had impressive 12-0 records, and there was not much debate as to whether they were the country's top teams that year. This was the first college football game to feature two Heisman Trophy winners in the same starting lineup as Southern Cal's quarterback Matt Leinert and running back Reggie Bush were the last two winners of this prestigious award. The matchup was further intriguing as these two squads had the two longest winning streaks in major college football. Texas had reeled off 19 victories in a row dating back to the previous season. And USC, well, they had an impressive 34 straight wins in their ledger going back three seasons. The nation was on edge anticipating this fight card. But would the game match the hype? Well, the short answer is that yes, it would be an excellent experience for the football fans. This might be the top Rose Bowl game. and could be debated as one of the most fantastic college football games of all time. Here's how the contest played out. In the first quarter, a running back, Lendell White, put USC up by seven with a four-yard run and a Mario Danello kick. The Longhorns got off the snide when David Pino booted a 46-yard field goal and they were down seven to three. UT took over the lead a bit later in a Selvin Young 12-yard run, but Pino kick failed and Texas scored yet another touchdown. This time it was Ramonce Taylor taking it to the house on a 30-yard romp. Right before the half, USC cut into the Texas lead as Mario Danello nailed a 43-yard field goal and UT led the, at the intermission by the score of 16-10. It was definitely a close one with that one-score game. 
The third quarter started off well for Southern Cal. When they're bruising back, Lindell White plowed forward for another touchdown, this time from two yards out, and a subsequent PAT kick conversion that put SC up by score by one point. Now, Vince Young helped Texas regain a lead on his 14-yard touchdown scamper, and Lindell White followed that with another rushing touchdown, this time from 12 yards out, to move USC ahead once more and to close out the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Heisman winner Reggie Bush got off on a 26-yard uh, past the goal line chalk. Uh, he scores the touchdown. David Pino's 34-yard field goal cut the USC lead to five points. And Pete Carroll's bunch made it a two-score game with less than seven minutes remaining on a Dwayne Jarrett 22-yard pass from Matt Leiner. And Texas, well, they had to rally. And they did when Vince Young ran one in from 17 yards out to set up an exciting finish. This setup is perhaps one of the most exciting last four minutes of a college football game around. The Texas defense got the ball back from USC, and they had time for one final drive. During the possession, Texas faced a third down and 12, and they ended up converting it for a first down at USC's 46-yard line after a completed pass for seven yards and a Trojan's very damaging face mask penalty. You know, that uh, really was a, a bad one for the Trojans to do and probably sits uh, uneasy with Pete Carroll and the rest of Trojan Nation. The rest of the way, it was the Vince Young show as he, the burnt orange quarterback, rushed for seven yards, sandwiched between two passes for 26 yards to the seldom-used wide receiver, Brian Carter, taking the ball to the USC 14-yard line. USC's defense stiffened and forced a fourth down and five from the nine-yard line for the Longhorns. This was the game. It was time for the signature play of this contest and perhaps of the whole college football season. Young accepted a shotgun snap with the receivers covered. He ended up taking off running towards the right sideline. Justin Blaylock performed a pivotal block to let Young get the corner and become a foot race to the end zone. That score, Young's third rushing touchdown of the game, gave the Longhorns a one-point lead with 19 seconds left to play. Still time enough for one more desperation uh, drive. Young successfully converted a two-point play on another run into the end zone, giving his team a 41-38 lead. Leinert led a drive with just 16 seconds left and no timeouts to the Texas 43-yard line before time expired, and Texas won that game and the national title by the score of 41-38 in a thriller in a very memorable moment uh, with uh, him running on that 14-yard score at the end there. And what a drive and what a game for both these teams as they both showed that they were uh, deservedly uh, being in a national championship game. Texas on top, 41-38. to A great game, uh, great memories of that game, and the game before that in 2005 with Texas playing in it as well. So Vince Young uh, really made his mark on Rose Bowl history in those two contests, and uh, we were sure glad that you joined us here to talk about them. We're going to talk about more Rose Bowl history. We're not done. We're going all the way up to the 108th game, which was played in 2022. So stay tuned and stay with us because we have a lot more coming at you and hope you enjoy each and every moment of it. And we'd love to have your feedback. Pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. 
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.